This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Hey, this is Joe Murata from Our Vantage Point, retro wrestling podcast. But now, live from the studios of the Old Bakery, this is the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, and here's your host, Luke Jennings. wrestling fans and welcome to the studios of the old bakery as we get ready to give you another exciting week here at the uk's number one and only memphis wrestling related podcast the memphis continental wrestling cast i am as always your host mr luke jennings here hoping the podcast finds you well please do not forget to follow us on twitter at memphis cast and to hit the subscribe button here on our home place to be wrestling network home of talking wcw nwa saturday special ptbn's main event nwa crock and roll and so many other great shows please follow the network over on twitter at ptbn wrestling don't forget to follow our store pro wrestling tees.com forward slash memphis cast and come in this coming monday patreon.com forward slash memphis cast for one pound a week you will get the monday night project where we cover wwf monday night raw from the very very beginning well june it's the very beginning where we're starting. We are finishing. We are starting off where our friends OVP podcast finished. So that is patreon.com forward slash Memphis cast. One pound a month gets you four more podcasts. This week we have another edition of That Girl Got Game. And here is your host, the girl that's got the game. Here is Kemi. Welcome to another episode of That Girl Got Game. Why? 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 Why does she always say she's got game? Because she has. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast and welcome to another segment with me. We're talking everything this. The Steam Deck. I know I bang on about it a lot, but uh, it's my favorite gadget at the moment. I really can't flaunt it i can't complain it really is 
top of the notch equipment. Now, as we all know, the Steam Deck has been available to purchase since February. Since February, that is a solid eight months on the market. It's been available to order, use, purchase, and be in our homes for eight months only. Now, Valve have now come out and said that they have 30 million users globally, worldwide, using this fantastic machine. Now that is pretty impressive. It is a huge milestone for Valve and it's only getting better and better. Um, as of a few weeks ago, you no longer need to pre-order these devices. You can just purchase them. You don't need a Steam account per se to put a pre-order down, pay your £5 deposit and secure the Steam Deck. You can now just readily go and buy one. Just absolutely phenomenal. Like, I mean, I'm so glad that this handheld is now available to the masses with no complications whatsoever. It's exciting. And one thing is for sure, it looks like there are no signs of them slowing down anytime soon. As well as removing the pre-orders, they've also gone ahead and released the Steam Deck Dock well ahead of time. The original release date for the Steam Deck Dock, oh God, that's going to throw me every time, was July next year. You can now, today, as I'm speaking, order the dock for your deck right now. Um, and it will only set you back a cool £79. Now, I know what you're thinking it is a bit steep, but for what you are getting, why not? You know, you're upgrading your Steam Deck. You can plug your Steam Deck in. It's got a beautiful stand and it now connects to your TV. I mean, if that isn't as good as the Switch or better I don't know what is like they are really coming for this handheld market and honestly it is exciting so guys if you're happy with your steam deck and you are looking to get yourself an upgrade then head on over to valve to the steam store you can pick it up for a cool 79.99 pounds if this is a little bit too steep you're unsure you know obviously it, it is quite expensive having especially just pumped in maybe 300 400 pounds into the steam deck first hand there are other options you don't have to go for the official steam deck dock in order to play your games on the big screen please remember that there are other alternatives amazon is selling a cheaper alternative at 15.99 um, i personally have one that i paid 25 pounds for it's not steam official but it does the job and obviously when time comes maybe they've got a sale on i will go ahead and be grabbing myself the official Steam Deck dock. <laughs> God, that's going to throw me every time. Too many Ds, too many Ds. So things are really ramping up for Valve. And there is rumour that they have actually started working on the Steam Deck 2. Now, this is coming from people that are very close to the company. Um, they haven't given away too much, obviously, because they are still assessing the performance of the Steam Deck, although it is performing very, very well globally, you know, as a business, they are still probably looking to make as much profit as they can before they even think about the Steam Deck. But of course, 
like all companies, you wouldn't be success if you weren't looking for your next product or developing the next big thing. So yeah, it's exciting. Hopefully I'll have enough money by then to buy the next one. Now, if you don't have the Steam Deck and you are thinking about it, you're on the fence, you're not entirely sure, please remember that this machine opens up so many possibilities. You no longer have to go and load up your computer. You have a handheld computer in your hands. And you can emulate pretty much, okay, maybe not every game, but there are a lot of games that you can get on there. I think the last time I spoke, I mentioned that I had managed to get Nightfire on there. There is WWE, um, shut your mouth i've also got fallout on there um, amongst other titles there's pokemon on there recently i have managed to add power move pro wrestling ah! um i've played a little bit of it and it works absolutely fine now power move is a fantastic game and it was nice to get a little bit of a playthrough. Um, I am going to be looking to put more wrestling games on the Steam Deck and bring it to you to show you guys just how seamlessly and effortlessly this goes together. Um, unfortunately, I am out of time as much as I would love to blab on about the Steam Deck even more. I do have to go. But... On the next episode, we are going to be looking at some of the more of these games that I've managed to emulate on the Steam Deck. Guys, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure and I'll see you on the next one. Thank you, Kemi. Please do not forget to follow her on, on all her social medias and to watch the video version of this segment, please go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Flash now, this week we are covering the 26th of December 1981. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are at the end of 1981. We're going to be starting off 1982 next month. Next week and next month, if you will. So last week we covered the 19th of December 1981, where we saw a bloody beatdown, some international assassins, multiple heart visits, and all the usual awesomeness from the Memphis Territory. Now, before we head down to ringside, let's see what's been happening in and around the wrestling world on this Christmas weekend. Now, this show would have been would have aired the week before in Memphis, as it's always on a week delay here in Louisville. But on Christmas Day, there has been some big happenings around the wrestling world. Big time wrestling, soon to be known as World Class Championship Wrestling, holds its third annual Star Wars show from the Reunion Arena in Dallas, Texas. El Negro Assassiano and Richard Blood battled to a draw. Tony Tom defeated Little Tokyo. Jose Lothario defeated Ernie Ladd to win the Texas Brass Knucks title. Blue Demon and Al Madrill defeated Arman Hussein and Carlos Zabata. El Solitaro defeated Killer Tillman Brooks to retain the UWA World Junior Lightweight title. The Great Kabuki defeated Fritz von Erich in a Texas death match. Kerry, Kevin and David von Erich defeated Frank Dusek, Bill Irwin and Tengu, who would later become Kendo Nagasaki over there in the United States. Big Daddy Bundy, a.k.a. King Kong Bundy, won a two-battle, a two-ring battle royal, which included Al Madrill, Ahmed Hussein, Bill Irwin, Blue Demon, Carlos Zapata, David Von Erich, Frank Dusek, Jose Lothario, Kay Von Erich, Killer Tim Brooks, El, Nagano, El Negro Asania, Richard Blood, and Tengu. Up in Atlanta, GA, in the Omni, Ron Bass defeated Ted Oates, Jimmy Garvin defeated Terry Gordy by disqualification. 
Buzz Sawyer and Mr. Wrestling 2 battled to a double countout. Austin Idol defeated Michael Hayes in a match with two referees. Leroy Brown, Big Red and Andre the Giant defeated Super Destroyer, Masked Superstar and The Assassin. So Bill Irwin is doing double duty because he is in Atlanta and Dallas. Holy moly, a busy Christmas day for him. Bob and Brad Armstrong defeated Kevin Sullivan and Ox Baker. Tommy Rich battled Abdullah the Butcher by disqualification. Ric Flair defeated Dusty Rhodes by DQ to retain the NWA World Heavyweight title. Down in Florida, in the Ed Graham Sports Stadium in Orlando, Dusty Rhodes and Bugsy McGraw defeated Mike Sharp and Ox Baker. Eric Emery defeated James J. Dillon in a Russian chain match. Steve Kern and the Briscoes, Jack and Jerry, defeated the Spoiler, Masafuchi and Mr. Onita. David Sierra defeated Gordon Nelson. Dick Slater defeated Steve Stoibert. Bubba Douglas defeated Bill Schneider and Dick Slater then went on to defeat Coco Samoa. And finally on this Christmas day in the AWA up there in the chilly St. Paul, Minnesota. Kurt Henning battled Evan Johnson to a draw. Rene Goulet defeated Kenny Jack. Buck Zumhoff defeated Bobby Heenan. Jerry Blackwell and Sheik Al Kaisi defeated Greg Gagne and Jim Bronzel. Bobby Duncan and Ken Patera defeated Hulk Hogan and Tito Santana by disqualification. And in the main event, AWA World Heavyweight title Holder Nick Buckwinkle defeated Billy Robinson. And then on this day, on the 26th Boxing Day, if you will, David Von Erich wins the Southern Florida heavyweight title from Jack Briscoe in St. Petersburg. Also on that show, Eric Embry won a tournament to win the Florida TV title. Ric Flair and Wahoo McDaniel battered to a 60-minute time limit draw. Baltimore, Maryland and the Civic Center. Attendance 11,941. Saw Manuel Soto defeat Lee Wong. Larry Sharp defeated Jerry Johnson. Greg Valentine defeated WWF Intercontinental Champion Pedro Morales via countout. Dominic Danucci defeated Davey O'Hannon. Andre the Joint defeated Killer Khan. SD Jones defeated Baron Mikel Sucluna. And in the main event, a steel cage match between Tony Atlas and Don Morocco, with Tony Atlas getting the fall. And then Denver, Colorado, AWA saw Nick Bockwinkle defeat Tito Santana. Ken Patera and Bobby Duncan defeated Billy Robinson and Baron Von Raschke. Hulk Hogan defeated Sheik Adnan Al Kaisi. Greg Valentine, de- sorry, Greg Gonya defeated Bobby Heenan. Jim Bronzel defeated Rene Goulet. We might as well end the year as well here. Uh, on the 27th, so the day after the show in the Toronto Maple Leaf Gardens, 14,000 people saw Big John Studd defeat Leroy Brown. Andre the Giant defeated Killer Khan. Ivan Koloff defeated Ron Bass. Jake Roberts and Blackjack Mulligan defeated the Super Destroyer and the Grappler. Johnny Weaver and Jay Youngblood defeated Kurt Van Hess and Frankie Lane. Tony Parisi defeated Tim Gerard. Billy Red Lions defeated Kurt Van Hess. And Farmer Pete defeated Little John. Then there is a show on the 28th of November, sorry, December. That's going to be happening in the Mid-South Coliseum. Nothing major happens, so I'll give you the results. Randy Rose won a Battle Royal. Bill Dundee and the Gibsons defeated the Cuban Assassin, the Iranian Assassin, and Stan Lane. Sweet Brown Sugar defeated Dutch Mantel by disqualification. Bobby Eaton defeated Tom Melee. The Midnight Express defeated Chief Thundercloud, Ricky Morton and Roy Rogers. The Nightmares defeated Tim Leonard and Rick McCord. Gypsy Joe defeated Dennis Upton. And then that is it. 
So the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, the Wrestler of the Year is Ric Flair. The PWI Wrestler of the Year was Ric Flair. The Tokyo Sports Wrestler of the Year was Antonio Inoki. The Tokyo Sports Tag Team of the Year was Antonio Inoki and Tatsumi Fujinami. And the top 10 of the top 50 Wrestling World magazine for 1981 was 10. It was Jack Briscoe, 9 Ken Patera, 8 Bruiser Brody, 7 Dusty Rhodes, 6 Larry Zabisco, 5 David Von Erich, 4 Andre the Giant, 3 Ric Flair, 2 Bruno San Martino, and 1 Nick Bockwinkel. And we have got, have we got any Memphis names in here? Not really, no, there's no standouts of Memphis in here. There's uh, there's people who've been through, but yeah, there's no one of Memphis, Memphis uh, ilk there. So that is it for that bit, ladies and gentlemen. So let's head down to ringside and see what we've got in store for episode 76 as we cover... The 26th of December 1981, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Please enjoy. Lance Russell, Dave Brown, right along ringside. And by golly, I'll tell you what, we're just ready for another one, Davey. Oh, you're right. I we're going to have the Midnight Express in here in the oh, opening yeah. match, talking about, of course, Dennis Condry, Norvell, Austin, and Randy Rose. They'll be involved in that first one. In the next match, we're going to have Dutch Mantell in here. Stan Lane will be in a single match on uh, Championship Wrestling today. We'll have the Cuban and Iranian Assassins with Jimmy Hart going against Rick Morton and David Price in a tag team match. But then... A big expiration of time, six-man tag team match. On one side of the ring, we will have Tommy and Eddie Gilbert and superstar Bill Dundee. On the other side of the ring, the big dream machine, beautiful Bobby Eaton and sweet brown sugar. Son of a gun, I always feel like we're overlooking some of the other matches when you talk particularly about one of them. But I'll tell you what, we'll just stay tuned ourselves right down to that expiration of time because it's going to be a dandy. We're going to get ready to see the Midnight Express coming rolling in here in just a moment right after this. So ladies and gentlemen, we've got an action-packed card here. We've got five matches. We've got Midnight Express, we've got Dutch Mantel, Stan Lane, the Iranian and Cuban assassin going against David Price, Ricky Morton, and an exploration of time match, the Gilberts and Bill Dundee going against Bobby Eaton, Sweet Brown Sugar, and the Dream Machine. So without further ado, do let's head down to our first match, which features the Midnight Express. <laughs> Fifteen minute time limit match about to get underway at a total of 425 pounds on the right of the screen from Tupelo, Mississippi, Dennis Upton, and from Nashville, Tennessee, Roy Rogers going against him at a total wrestling weight of about 477 pounds. 477 pounds. The Midnight Express: Dennis Condry, Randy Rose, and Norvell Austin. One fall, fifteen minute time limit match. Referee Jerry Calhoun. Ring full of folks up there right now as all of the Express is in there. <clears throat> it appears as if Condry and Rose will, well, I don't know. Norvell's so our first action of the podcast, 
got Roy Rogers and Dennis Upton going up against the Midnight Express. But what two Midnight will we get? We're going to now choosing. Very uh, free bird like back in the day. So we've got Brandy Rose and Dennis Condry starting off for us. Roy Rogers starting off for his team. And Dennis Condry for his. Oh, sorry, Randy Rogers, Randy Rose. Randy Rose, blue trunks, white boots. No, sorry, blue trunks, red boots, sorry. Roy Rogers, green trunks, white boots. Colin Herbert tie up, headlock into a arm ringer. Take down there by Randy Rose. Nice bit of wrestling there by Mr. Rose. Norvell Austin on the outside, blew in that whistle. Randy Rose now has got uh, Roy Rogers in a rear chin lock. Drops him down. Oh, lovely. Nice bit of wrestling there by Randy Rose. Like I said last week when the Midnight Express debuted, I have not seen a lot of Randy Rose. I've seen the majority of Midnight Express matches I've seen have been Dennis Country and Bobby Eaton. Roy Rogers now with a headlock. Gets pushed into the ropes. Clean break. Yep, clean break. Lovely. Got a full house here considering it is uh, late December. Everyone is here. What the hell is that? Randy Rose. Oh, with a lovely reversal of the manoeuvre. They grabbed on the ropes, did a, did a uh, somersault by holding the ropes. Very similar to what Owen Hart used to do. Dennis Condry now in for his team. Red trunks, white boots. Taken down by Roy Rogers with a hammerlock. Roy Rogers gets the tag to Dennis Upton. Dennis Upton, blue trunks, white boots. Continues to work the arm of Mr. Condry. Dennis manages to get out of it just, I think. Yep, he's now got out of it. Pushes Upton on the ropes. Are we going to get a... Yes. Nice clean break there by the Midnight Express. Hammerlock now by Mr. Upton. Sweep of the legs by Dennis. Gets out of that manoeuvre and Hammerlock's himself. Neat of the gut there by Dennis. Oh, and again, he's working over Dennis Upton in his own corner there. Dropping some knees across the chest and face. Colin Herbert type country pushes Upton into his corner. Upton gets the tag to Roy Rogers. Roy Rogers in. Headlock to Dennis Country. Dennis Country manages to tag Randy Rose, but Randy Rose comes in and is immediately hit with the headlock. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for your continued support. We are, we are now at the year's end of 1981. It's been an unbelievable ride. 1982 looks to be an even better ride, as we know what happens in the history books. So, hopefully, we'll be able to see a lot of that. I know I don't have the whole year of 1982, but I've got like a, there's a good 30 or 40 weeks. Um, so, we should be pretty good for watching some of the good stuff. Hopefully, the podcast finds you well in the middle of. Uh, October here, we're heading towards the end of the baseball season in America. We're uh, getting pretty close to the to the World Cup of soccer or football if you're in the United Kingdom. That's happening in a few weeks over in Qatar. There's more political up, uproar here in the UK. Things have been a happening, are moving and a shaking. So uh, we'll see what happens there, and hopefully the world uh, where you are is in a decent place. Oh, Randy Rose. Gets a tag and then jumps off the top of the rope. Does a single sledge to Dennis Upton's back of the neck. Slams him down like a sack of potatoes off the ropes. Oh, 
Another double axe to the back. Dennis Upton got slammed down, but then started to move away. Irish whip by Rose. Big back elbow. Holy moly. Norvell Austin very happy with his gentleman. Dennis Kundry now in. Oh, big right hand to Dennis Upton. Beautiful flying lariat there by Randy Rose. Full on the double team manoeuvre. Dennis Crunchy now back in. Picks up Dennis Upton. Is he going for a shoulder break of sorts? Nope. Big power slam there by Dennis Condry. One, two, three. It's all over. Your winners, the Midnight Express. Hi folks, this is obviously Bill Dundee standing for Lance Russell. Now they called me this morning and said, come on over, you're going to make an interview. Well, here I am and there's no Lance Russell, so I just hope you all had a nice Christmas out there. So it's obvious Lance did because he ain't here today. So Eddie Model hands me the sheet of paper. He said, Bill, you can read. So just read the card to the nice folks in Louisville, then interview yourself. Okay, just bear with me, folks. Here we go. I'll do the best that I can. The first match is Gypsy Joe versus Tojo Yamamoto. The second match is Bobby Eaton versus Rick McCord. The third match is Stan Lane versus Roy Rogers. Then you got Conry Rose with Austin versus Thundercloud and Ricky Morton. They like to be called the Midnight Express, so we'll better call them the Midnight Express. Then you got the Assassins versus Dutch Mantel and Bill Dundee in a no time limit, no disqualification. I'll come back to that in a minute. Then you got the last match is a 15-man battle royal for $2,000. Now, Jimmy Hart. And that battle royal, this is just for you, Daddy. I'm going to save you for last. I'm going to look after you like you're my little brother. Because once everybody else is pinned, I want that battle royal to get down to Bill Dundee and Jimmy Hart. And I'm going to win the battle royal, folks. And Jimmy Hart, you're going to be the last guy in it. Now, I talked to Dutch the other day. And he just when it got rocking and rolling the way the dirty Dutchman likes it, the referee saw fit to stop the match. Because of you, Snake, you're the guy that jumped up in the ring, and you're the guy that caused the disqualification. Well, this week, there's no disqualification. There's no time limit. There's no nothing hot except a bad night for you. Now, let me tell you something, Jimmy Hart. You better prime all your boys up that you got in that battle royal and all you. And you better be primed up real good, Daddy, because this is going to be a bad night for Jimmy Hart and the family. Now, Hart, like I said, the battle royal is going to get down to you and me, and the Dirty Dutchman's already mad because of the referees disqualifying him last week or disqualifying you last week. And Hart, I wouldn't be you for nothing, Daddy. I hope you had a nice Christmas, Jimmy Hart, because it'll be your last one. Even a snake like you, I guess, could have a nice Christmas. You've got to celebrate Christmas like everybody else. Hart, we're going to get you to Louisville Gardens Tuesday night. Bell time beat 8 o'clock. This next match just about to get underway here. One full 15-minute time limit. And introducing at 191 pounds from Black Oak, Arkansas, Kenny Shane. And going against him from Oil Trough, Texas, 224 pounds, Dutch Mantel. This match one fall, 15 minutes. We are back for that uh, Dutch, uh, sorry, uh, Bill Dundee doing the promos there. I don't know where Lance was. We've got a newcomer here, Kenny Shane. Green trunks, white boots. Going up against 
the mayor of Oil Trough, Texas, Dirty Dutch Mantel, in his traditional black singlet, blacky blue boots, blacky blue boots, with a loud noises. Dutch uh, slipping out of these Colin Herbert types that Kenny Shane is hitting. He's got three stars on his trunks. He's got some, he's got some uh, good gear here. I don't know, I've got no idea who he is, but he's got some good gear here for an enhancement person. He's uh, pissing Dutch off, that's for sure. Headlock now by Shane. Dutch pushes him off. Oh, Kenny Shane with a shoulder tackle. Kenny Shane off the ropes. Hip tossed by Dutch Mantel. Kenny Shane complaining of a trunk pull. Colin over a type. Headlock by Dutch. Push off by Kenny Shane. Shoulder tackle by Dutch. Holy moly. Kenny Shane went for the hip toss on Dutch, but Dutch holds onto the arm bar. Dutch Mantano working the arm bar. Arm lock. Oh, big right hand there by Dutch. Knocks him down. Because he knows how to answer the same way. You may do it once. Once. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're a minute fifty seconds, almost two minutes into this one. Crowd are very vocal here. Want and Dutch to beat him up in his face. Looking forward to that big six-man expiration of time match. It'll be coming up a little bit later on. Mantell and Shane tied up. Dutch goes behind. Snatches him off and down. Nice takedown by the Dutchman. Shane trying to keep both shoulders up. Grabs the ropes. Dutch pulls. Dutch pulls uh, Kenny out and drops an elbow across that knee. And working over that uh, left leg of Kenny Shane's. Kenny Shane's new in the area. And he's uh, he's given a run of run for uh, Dutch's money here for sure. Tendency to slip a hand in and grab a handful of hair on Dutch Mantel. Dutch still working over that leg. Leg, leg, leg. So, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to visit our store, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash MemphisCast. As of recording time, we do only have one design in there at the minute, but I am trying to get some more in. I've got a few people possibly helping with some designs. Also, patreon.com forward slash MemphisCast. This Monday at 8 o'clock, you'll be able to hear the first episode. As long as you are a uh, subscriber, as long as you are a Patreon. You may have heard a uh, five-minute sample or so on the feed the other day. If you like the li Basically, it's this show, but it's in uh, it's on Monday Night Raw. It's in, the in 1993, so we do our best to uh, shine a light on WWF Monday Night Raw. Kenny Shane now working over um, Dutch Mantel in the corner. With some fists behind the ref referee's back. Irish whip now by Kenny Shane. Big back elbow takes down Dutch. Dutch is having difficulty seeing as Kenny Shane was working over his eyes. Oh, big right hand by Shane. Pushes Dutch Mantel. That was biting him now. Holy moly. Oh, Dutch gives him a big boot in the midsection there. Big right hand now by Dutch. What Kenny Shane has done is just piss him off. 
picks him up. Irish whip by Dutch. Oh, double uh, thrust to the throat. One, two, three. Dutch is not happy with Kenny Shane there whatsoever. Four minutes, 18 seconds the time. Four, 18. He messed around with Dutch's eyes. Still got him uh, having a little difficulty clearing up the vision in there. But when Dutch got the opportunity, you saw the way he laid back on those ropes. Both feet, bam, just kicked him right off his feet. Put him down, started to work, and hit him with that double Dutch clutch. And, brother, that was a cover-up. Wrapped up. it up. <laughs> One, yes, two, sir. three. You betcha. Dutch Mantell in 418 comes out the victor over Kenny Shane. Back in a moment. From Memphis, Tennessee, at 190 pounds, Tom Maley. And going against him from Delray Beach, Florida, 218 pounds with his manager, Jimmy Hart, Stan Lane. This match, one fall, 15 minute time limit, and the referee is Jerry Calhoun. Stan Lane. Tom Maley going up against Jimmy Hart's Stan Lane. Stan Lane, black trunks, black boots. Tom Maley, red singlet, white boots. Both men circling. Calling over a tie up. Tom, no, Stan Lane's with a headlock. In the corner, clean break. Both men circle once again. Like takedown by Stan into a arm bar. Hammerlock. Tom trying to get out of this. Can't quite. Single leg takedown by Stan. Go behind. Still with the hammer lock applied. Stan Lane with a lovely moustache here. Tom Miller trying to get out of this. Oh, a lovely takedown there by Stan Lane. A DDT kind of a suplex manoeuvre. What a manoeuvre, as Vince McMahon would say. There's plenty of that over on the Patreon.com forward slash Memphis cast. Buffman now back up to their feet. Jimmy Hart having a conversation with Stan Lane. Got a number tie-up. Arm ringer by Tom. Ringing that arm of Stan's. Oh, and again. Tom Maley now in control of this match. Stan trying to get out of this, and he does. Leg takedown into a hammerlock. By Sweet Stan. Arm ring up. Jimmy Hart giving the crowd some uh, some mouth, if you will. Tom Maley now escapes with a hammerlock of his own. Stan trying to get out, but Tom moves to the side. He can't grab that leg. Stan Lane trying to escape. Snap mares Tom Melee over. Breaks the hold. Nice bit of rest, amateur wrestling here and into an arm bar now. Oh, lovely takeover there. Now got the uh, the feet on Tom Melee's body as he pulls the arm. This could become difficult for Stan though because Tommy's now getting up to his feet and he could be about to put Stan Lane's shoulders down. One, two, nope, 
He got the pin, but Stan kicked out a two. Stan continues to work the arm. Arm ringer now by Tom. Wrench on that son bitch. Oh, drops the elbow across the shoulder. Stan puts Tom at the ropes. Irish whip. Oh, neat the bread basket there by Stan Lane. Kitchen sink, if you will. Stan Lane now throws Tom Mayley headfirst in that top turnbuckle. Holy moly, like we said before, that is just a, a metal ring covered in electrical tape. Lovely double underhook suplex there by Stan Lane. Shades of the late, uh, sorry, of the great Dory Funk Jr. Stan Lane now have a headlock takeover. One, one count. Well, he only got a one count. Mealy was able to break out of it there. Uh, I, th I, th I think probably Stan could go for a pin just about any time and have a have a reasonable chance for success there. Well, Mealy is still wrestling with a bit of confidence. Just a quick shout out to friend of the show, Big Effin' Joe. He is over in the States at the minute, competing in, C in the legendary CZW Tournament of Death. His first round match is a Taipei uh, death match going up against the legendary Necro Butcher. These two fought each other earlier in the year in the um, XPW King of the Deathmatch Tournament. Big Joe got the upper hand over Necro Butcher. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. You can catch all of the action. I would imagine on a streaming device, CZW, you could follow CZW at Combat Zone on Twitter or CZWWrestling.com. The show doesn't seem to be airing live, but I'm sure it'll be on um, somewhere. So that's, uh, that's happening today, the 29th of October. Tom Mayne now now back in control of Stan Lane. This has been a nice, uh, evenly, evenly fared match. Tom Mayne's got uh, Stan Lane down on the mat. The crowd are loving this. Now Jimmy Hart wandering around again, yelling. He was pulling hair. He pulled his hair. Referee trying to get uh, Hart back in the chair. Stan Lane now got the advantage behind the referee's back. Had a bit of hair pulling, a bit of. Uh, Elbows and knees to the gut. Stan Lane. Whips. No, reversal by Tom Mayle. Arm ringer by Tom Mayle. Tom whips Stan into the corner. Tom goes in there with a forearm. And again. Tom Mayle is rocking and rolling here. Reversal. And, oh. Stan Lane with the uh, knee to the gut. And side Russian leg sweep. Or in the words of Gorilla Monsoon. Neck breaker. Stan Lane picks up Melee. He's got him hooked up for something here. Nope. Melee pushes Stan into the ropes. Oh, forearm smashed by Tom. Oh, big right hand by Stan. Oh, elbow to the back of the head. Kick to the side. Stan Lane with that karate. What's he going for here? Oh, good lord. A botched swing and neck breaker. One, two, three. Tom Melee was a bit eager there. He went a bit too uh, went a bit too far on the spin and neck breaker. Stan Lane is your winner. And it's quite close, quite an even contest. Well, there he is. Uh, he's kind of an impressive-looking figure, you bet. Stan Lane, and uh, he, he, he looked like he got irritated. Tom really was putting it out today in there. Uh, 
Tom was no Dutch Mantel, but he was really giving it going. And Stan Lane said, hey, enough of this, man. And he wheeled that uh, reverse neck breaker on him and really nailed him down hard. He hurt Tom's neck as uh, he then covered him up and got well, one, two, three. We got more action coming up. Don't forget that six man a little later. And we will be back after these messages. Please enjoy. Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Booking the Territory, the unprofessional, classic Southern wrestling podcast. And you are listening to the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast with Luke Jennings. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Well, let me tell you something, brother. You're listening to Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Stick around, brother, and follow the show at Memphis Cast. Follow me at West Runtin Luke J, brother. Follow friends of the show at Mid-Atlantic Pod, at OVP Podcast, at Bottom Line Cast, at Extreme Cast, at Booking the Territory, brother. And be sure to hit up some brothers on Patreons, patreon.com backslash booking the territory and patreon.com backslash OVP Podcast, brother. Like and subscribe to Mid-South Television Review with Mike Mills and the great Brian Last. What you gonna do, brother, when Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast runs wild on you? Ooh. Mate, can I ask you a question first of all? Go right ahead. You know the definition of a windjammer? No, I really don't. It's now. the agonizing screams of a trapped turd. Have you heard of the Mangrave? Yes, I have. You have? Yeah. Do you have a father? <laughs> Mangrave is the perfect gift for this Father's Day. Is he alive? Yeah. A hundred percent made in America. If he was dead, it would have been a really bad moment in the commercial. <laughs> Your dad's alive? No. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. I'm sorry about your dad. That's fine. Your father's dead. Is your mom still alive? My mom? Yeah. No, she's dead. Jesus Christ, is any of your relatives fucking alive? Is man great? They are revolutionizing the way people grill. What, Adam Egan? Is it true? You haven't heard of the revolution? You can put chicken on this or steak? That's not that unique. It weighs a lot of pounds. <laughs> Is that heavy? Again. 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 No more flare-ups? You know, you know when your barbecue has always been flare-ups? Why are you laughing? You're making a mockery out of the man grade. Chicken, steak, has never tasted so good. <laughs> <laughs> again. Again. <laughs> again. This commercial is like a mini-series. Now sit back and enjoy the rest of Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Folks, this is Bill still standing for Lance. I guess he's either snowed in somewhere or his car won't start. I don't know why he ain't here, but like I said, Eddie handed me the piece of paper and just said, Bill, read the card to the nice folks. So here I am again. Just bear with me one more time. The first match starts at 8 o'clock. It's Gypsy Joe versus Tojo Yamamoto. Second match is Bobby Eaton with Hart versus Rick McCord. The third match is Stan Lane versus Roy Rogers, and I imagine the snake will be out second in Stan Lane. Then you've got Conry Rose and Austin versus Thundercloud and Ricky Morton. 
And you got the Cuban Iranian assassin versus Bill Dundee and Dutch Mantel. And a no time limit, no disqualification. And the last match is a 15-man battle royal for $2,000. Now, let me tell you about the, the $2,000 just for a minute. Everybody in it has to put up $100. And the office puts in $500, and whoever's last in there gets to win the $1,500. Jimmy Hart has about $1,000 invested in that. So, Hart, I'm going to win your $1,000. And like I said, I'm going to keep you in the ring till last, and I'm going to beat you, take your $1,000, and send you home sore, Daddy. Sunday, two priests fight the communist takeover of their church. Take just a moment of our own time right here. I do a lot of uh, interviews and talk to a lot of uh, people, as you know, during championship wrestling. Some of them I enjoy, some of them I don't. This one I take particular pride in because, by golly, I finally got him here. Here's a, here's a guy that I've admired uh, talent-wise. I know all of you people around the country, as a matter of fact, have admired him. You know him for walking the dog and the funky chicken and all that. He's just a doggone good wrestling fan, too, and we like to bring up here Rufus Thomas. Come on up here, Rufus. You son of a gun, we've been a long time getting you here. It's a, every time I see Rufus, by golly, I say, hey, when are you going to come up and be with us? I'm going to be up there first chance I get. But well, I'm, I'm here today. <laughs> You're here today. Hey, I, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for emceeing the show that we did at the veteran hospital. Oh, yeah, with Paula and her beautiful saint, oh. Sybil Shepherd. I was, I had never heard uh, live and in person, you and Sybil did a dynamite duet together, and of course, Jerry the King was down there and some great musicians. Yeah, that was a beautiful day. Oh, boy. What a man. I'll tell you what, you gotta, if ever the opportunity comes to see Rufus Thomas uh, in action and performing, this is the guy you gotta see. You're a wonderful guy, and well, I really appreciate you. from me and mine to you and yours, the best of the holiday season to you. Okay. Rufus, thank you very much. Uh, Here he is, Rufus Thomas. What a gentleman, and I gotta tell you, he's a great wrestling fan, and whenever he has a chance and the matches are around, he's at him wherever he is, and we finally got him up here today, and just thanks again, Rufus, for coming up and saying hi to the folks in there. All right, Davey, we got four This is a uh, tag team match here. It'll be one fall, 15. Be the worst singer I've ever heard of. Oh, sit down, Jimmy, please. <clears throat> one fall, 15-minute time limit match. Total weight of 456 pounds with uh, their manager, Jimmy Hart, the Cuban assassin and the Iranian assassin. Going against him at a total of 403 pounds from Memphis, Tennessee, David Price. From Nashville, Tennessee, Rick Morton. This match, one fall, 15-minute time limit. Jerry Calhoun will be refereeing. We are back tag team action once again. The Assassins, the Cuban and the Iranian, going up against David Price and Ricky Morton. We saw these guys last week, the Assassins. We saw the return of the Iranian Assassin, Ali Hassan, future angry ref. Cuban Assassin started for his team. Khaki pants, khaki tights, red boots, Ricky Morton, black and blue. Trunks, white boots, calling over a tie-up headlock by Morton. Jimmy Hart on the outside once again. Oh, Iranian assassin moves. So the Cuban assassin missed a splash in the corner, then got hit by a drop, back drop, then a drop kick. Drop kick again by Ricky Morton. Cuban assassin goes crawling over his corner. In comes the Iranian, Ali Hassan. Green trunks, curly-toed boots, hit by a Offense, a flurry of offense by Ricky Morton, who's now applied the arm bar. Arm, arm, arm. 
Ricky Morton in control. We are not that far away from the Rock and Roll Express being born. We may see it on this program in a few months. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, we are in 1982 next week. Unbelievably, we have made it this far. And as long as you keep listening, we will keep producing. Oh, shoulder attack right there by Ricky Morton on the... Oh, he tried it again, but he got hit by an Iranian knee to the breadbasket. Cuban assassin now in. Hip tossed by Ricky Morton. Arm dragged by Ricky Morton into the arm bar. It's a uh, very hairy gentleman, the Cuban assassin. Looks very much like Pampiro Furpo. If you're uh, familiar with that gentleman. Tag to David Price. David Price. Black singlet, black boots. He's got a Bob Ross-style uh, haircut. Oh, I think we did just say when he was here before on a regular basis, we did say that he was uh, Memphis's own Bob Ross impersonator. Forearm smashed by the Cuban assassin who tags in the Iranian assassin. Colonel type eye rake by the Iranian. Picks up David Price, side headlock. Pulling some hair there. Once again, side headlock by Ali Hassan. David Price is in trouble. David Price pushes Ali Hassan at the ropes. Oh, shot attack right there by the Iranian. Dropped down by Price. Big back body drop on the Iranian. Ali Hassan tags in the Cuban assassin. Slingshot from the ropes threw Ali Hassan out there. Price waited till the last second, went down and backdropped on the butte. Now look at Jimmy Hart giving some uh, instructions to the Cuban assassin. Side Russian, actually it might be a side Cuban leg sweep there by the Cuban assassin. Got David Price, it comes in Ali Hassan with a kick with those curly toed boots to the midsection. Right hand by Hassan. Oh, knee lift there. Oh, and again, he hit, hit him with that uh, curly toe boot. Picks up David Price, throws David Price headfirst into Cuban Assassin's knee. Tagged to the Cuban Assassin. Off the ropes. Oh, big kick there, straight to the bread basket of David Price. David Price is in trouble here. He is being assassinated. Tagging to the uh, Iranian, Ali Hassan, who's in. Cinches up David Price. Beautiful suplex there by Ali Hassan. Goes for the cover, but Ricky Morton comes in, breaks up the cover. Jimmy Hart not happy with that. Side headlock now by Ali Hassan. Tags in the Cuban assassin. Ricky Morton in, protesting. Oh! Straight punch to the ribs there by a Cuban assassin. Reverse chin lock now by front face lock. Sorry, Lance has corrected me. Front face lock now by the Cuban assassin on David Price. David Price now fighting for his life. He's fighting. He needs that tag to Ricky. He needs the hot tag to Ricky Morton. But Cuban assassin drops him down like a sack of potatoes. Tag in the Iranian. Oh, drop kick into the rib cage there by Ali Hassan. Picks up David Price. Oh, big right hand to the side of the head. 
to the back of the head. Oh, Alessandro fell over David Price's boot, goes to the cover, one, one count. Jimmy Hart not happy with that count. We saw that feud a few months ago with uh, Jimmy Hart and Jerry Calhoun back in October. Whipped now by double back dropped by the assassin. David Price lands in the ropes just about. Ricky Morton not happy with this. He's coming in to try and get her. Uh... Oh, keeping the assassin trying to pull David Price into the uh, ring post crotch first, but Jerry Calhoun just stopped it. Just saw it. Oh, rams that knee into the ring post. Iranian assassin in. He's the legal man. Big right hand takes down David Price. David Price now fighting, but he can't quite get away from these assassins. He needs to get to that corner and tag Ricky Morton, but he can't. Cuban assassin now in. Oh, drops that elbow across the back of David Price. Picks him up. Is he going for a side suplex? Backbreaker! Cuban assassin. One. Ricky Morton breaks up the pin. Tagging out the Iranian assassin. Still continues to work over David Price, who's been in this match now for the majority of the match. Oh, neat the side of the head. David Price still fighting. Still got a little bit of energy left in him, but he just gets kneed in the side of the head by Ali Hassan. Oh, a ringer there. Put the head in between the legs as he was going to hit a power driver, but just jumped and wrung those ears. Crowd trying to get behind David Price, but they just um, can't get behind him. Irish whip by the Iranian assassin. Double back elbow by the Cuban assassin. Oh, stomped to the head by Ali Hassan. Front face lock now by Ali Hassan on David Price. David Price fighting out of this big right hands. He, he drops back. He's got the tag. He's got the tag. Ricky Morton is in. Ricky Morton is in. Right hands to the assassin. Cuban assassin thrown off the top right. Big right hand to the Iranian assassin. Ricky Morton now in like a fire of house. Anything that moves, he is dropping down. Kicking away at the Iranian assassin. Kicking away at the Cuban assassin. Ricky Morton now. Irish whip on the Cuban. Oh, big right into the bread basket there. The ample gut there of the Cuban assassin. Throw, no, Irish whip now by the Cuban. David Price now back in. Oh, he dropped his head. He went for the back body drop, but he dropped his head. Big mistake there by both Ricky, Ricky Morton and David Price, I believe. Jimmy Hart got on the apron. Ricky Morton is distracted by Jimmy Hart. Double teamed by the assassins. Ricky Morton is too preoccupied with Jimmy Hart and... The, Q, the Assassins win. Double team manoeuvre there. There's sort of three on two there with Jimmy Hart distracting Ricky Morton. Ricky Morton not happy. Yeah, I think he, I personally think he made the uh, mistake of tagging in David Price when he shouldn't have done. Thus leading to the, ta the uh, defeat as Ricky Morton was preoccupied with Jimmy Hart while the Assassins both double clothesline David Price. Iranian Assassin. Waiting to go with that expiration of time. 
that we've been looking forward to because it should be a dandy. The Gilberts, Tommy and Eddie, and Bill Dundee going against the Dream Machine, Sweet Brown Sugar, and uh, beautiful Bobby. Okay, I think that's it. Now let's get the official introductions from Dave. It's a six-man. Six-man tag team match to the expiration of time. Introducing on one side of the ring, at a total of 718 pounds, the Dream Machine, beautiful Bobby Eaton, Sweet Brown Sugar, their manager, Jimmy Hart. On the other side, at 644 pounds, Tommy and Eddie Gilbert, and their partner from Australia, the superstar, Bill Dundee. A six-man tag team match. And the referee Jerry exploration Gallo, of time, main event, ladies and gentlemen, six-man tag. Members of the first family... Bobby Eaton, uh, Sweet Brown Sugar and the Dream Machine going up against Tommy and Eddie Gilbert and Mr. Bill Dundee. It's great to have Bobby Eaton back in the area. I think he's going to be here now for quite a few, uh, quite a couple of years until him and Dennis Kundry go out and about at the Midnight Express. Bill Dundee starting for his team. Uh, maroon and white trunks, white boots going up against the Dream Machine. Black boots, sorry, black singlet, white boots. Red Mask, Irish Whip Mad Dream Machine, Dundee Dirks down, headlock takedown. Jerry Lawler is out of action at the minute with a stress ulcer. Stress ulcer. Bill Dundee picks up Dream Machine, tags in Eddie Gilbert. Eddie Gilbert now backdrops Dream Machine. Bill Dundee whipped him into the ropes and then Bill uh, then Eddie Gilbert backdropped him. Eddie Gilbert is wearing a white boots, yellow and black trunks. Bobby Eaton is now tagged in. Blue tights, white boots. Eddie Gilbert, the youngest member of the Gilbert family. Oh, lovely arm drag there by Eddie. Pulling, complaining of hair pulling or trunk pulling, just a lot of complaining there by the first family. Bobby Eaton and Sweet Brown Sugar will become future tag team partners, I believe very pretty soon. Both men circling, Colin Herbert type. Oh no, miscommunication there by the first family. Sweet Brown Sugar had Eddie Gilbert hooked. Bobby Eaton came running with a forearm smash to Eddie Gilbert. Eddie Gilbert moved and Bobby Eaton took down Sweet Brown Sugar. Eddie Gilbert now tags in Bill Dundee. Whips him into the ropes and then big back over by Dundee. Bill Dundee and Bobby Eaton are father and son-in-law. The late great Bobby Eaton was married to Bill's daughter. Bobby uh, in the corner. Bobby uh, apologising to Sweet Brown Sugar for what he just did. Oh, no, but Bill Dundee ran into the back of Bobby Eaton. So Bobby Eaton took down Sweet Brown Sugar once again. Bill Dundee very happy with himself there. A little Fargo strut, if you will. A little bit of miscommunication here between the first family. Jimmy Hart putting Sweet Brown Sugar back on the, uh, back on the apron. Dundee and Eaton still in the ring. Eaton pushes Dundee into his corner. Oh, knee to the gut. Knee to the gut. Off the ropes. But Dundee moved and Eaton took out Dream Machine. 
Bill and Dundee now, Irish whip on her eating. Big, Jesus Christ, big back body drop there by the little Australian. Right hand by Dundee. Off the ropes again. Big, hold on. Slow backdrop. The uh, footage has gone a bit crazy here. Sorry about that. Sweet brown sugar is now in legally. Sweet brown sugar, yellow trunks, yellow boots. The future cuckoo beware. The future bird man, if you will. Colin Obo tie up. Arm ringer by Dundee. Dundee, boy, the little Australian is ready today, let me tell you. We're around three minutes into this action. Dundee steps over. Drop kick, puts Brown Sugar down to the mat. Right back after him, rolls him down. Bobby Eaton jumps in there with no tag. Tommy Gilbert was in to even it up, but Dundee handles it himself. Meanwhile, Eddie Gilbert grabs Brown Sugar from behind, holds him up. Dundee lets him have it with a right. Eddie Gilbert now in against Sweet Brown Sugar. Um, ringer. Bobby Eaton from behind though with a stubble sledge to Bobby Eaton. Tommy Eaton comes across and attacks Bobby Eaton on the apron. Tommy Gilbert now sticking up for his son, beating up Eddie, Bobby Eaton on the ring apron. Jesus Christ, it's easy for me to say. Eddie Gilbert, though, meanwhile in the ring, backdrop Sweet Brown Sugar, who then tags in Dream Machine. Colin Edward type, right hand by Dream Machine. Big slam by the machine, off the ropes, elbow drop. Tags in beautiful Bobby. Bobby Eaton now whips Eddie Gilbert. Big kick to the gut there, playing old stomp to the breadbasket, to the breadbasket. That classic right hand by beautiful Bobby. Rams Eddie Gilbert head first into the top turnbuckle and into Dream Machine's knee tags in Sweet Brown Sugar Sweet Brown Sugar in now Bobby Eaton's getting a few licks in while he uh, exits the ring Sweet Brown Sugar now hitting those flurry of right hands with a little bit of an alley shuffle in the midst Eddie Gilbert now giving him some right hands as well both these men beating the holy crap out of each other Bobby Eaton now in double team which only irates Bill Dundee. Holy moly, ladies and gentlemen, this is a fast-paced main event here. Tommy Gilbert chasing after Eddie, uh, Bobby Eaton chasing after Jimmy Hart. Double attack now by Dream Machine and Sweet Brown Sugar. Bill Dundee now in with a right hand. I think Jerry Cullen might call this in a minute. I don't know, he's sort of losing. Dream Machine dropped. Eddie Gilbert, oh, big right into the top of the head, Irish whip now by Dream Machine on Gilbert, big back body drop there by Dream Machine, off the ropes, drops the elbow on Gilbert, off the corner, goes for the leg drop, oh, misses the leg drop, Sweet Brown Sugar and Bobby Eaton now in, attacking Eddie Gilbert, excuse me. Eddie Gilbert tries to get the tag, but Sweet Brown Sugar positions himself so he can't. Bobby Eaton, as God knows who the legal man is for the first family. Dream Machine is the legal man. Holy Jesus. 
Oh, damn. Irish whip by. No. Oh, lovely maneuver there. Dream Machine, Irish whipped Eddie Gilbert into the ropes, tagged in Bobby Eaton, and hit that beautiful drop kick. Wish the footage is a bit loopy here. It's going again. But Eddie Gilbert got drop kicked into his own corner. Tags in Bill Dundee. Bobby Eaton sneaking around. Oh, but he got hit by Bill Dundee. All six men are now in. Tommy Gilbert's in there attacking the Dream Machine. Bill Dundee on Coco. Eddie Gilbert, Bobby Eaton. Bill Dundee now chasing after Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart trying to run for his life, avoiding the cameras, avoiding everything. Jesus Christ, Jimmy Hart's running around the ring like Usain Bolt. Tommy Gilbert is in the ring. Who God knows who's the legal man is here. I'm supposed Joe Calhoun hasn't thrown this match out because it looks a bit chaotic. Bill Dundee and Dream Machine seem to be the legal men. Headlock takedown by Dundee. Dream Machine. Dream Machine's shoulder is up, so Jerry Cullen will not administer the count. The count! Ha ha ha! One! Bobby Eaton throwing some abuse, maybe, at Bill Dundee. Push off, drop down, Bill Dundee. Oh, double shoulder tackle there by both men. Both men are down. Joey Calhoun now. Two, three. Dream Machine's up. Misses the elbow drop. Bill Dundee tags in Eddie Gilbert. Eddie Gilbert now in like a house of fire. Taking down Machine. Taking down Eaton. Taking down Sweet Brown Sugar. Those right hands. The future king of Hot Stuff International. Eddie Gilbert now attacking Bobby Eaton on the apron. Slingshots Bobby Eaton in. We're just getting that again because the footage keeps looping. It is 41 years old. You do have to give it a little bit of leeway. Eddie Gilbert working over Bobby Eaton. Bobby Eaton on his knees. Now back to his feet. Eddie Gilbert wailing away on the youngster. Oh, what a drop kick there by Gilbert. On the mayor of Huntsville, Alabama. Only... Uh, Oh, good lord. Sleeper hold there by Bill Dundee. Sweet Brown Sugar now jumps on Dundee, breaking up the hold. This match has been utter chaos. Dill Dundee. Oh, look, he's just, the Super Destroyer is in the ring now. What's he do? Oh, we, we heard his name mentioned in some of the results last week, Super Destroyer. He came in and tried to attack Bill Dundee, but Bill Dundee escaped. They have won the first four by disqualification. The disqualification is going to come out of that first ball, Dave. As the first family, a whole bunch of them, there's five of them up in the ring right now. Yeah, the time on it is going to be uh, right about eight minutes, 40 seconds in that neighborhood as uh, the DQ occurred. Yeah. Yeah, all five of you, I might point uh -huh. that out. Jimmy Hart saying we ran the coward off. And Boy, it is certainly difficult to do commentary with 75 people trying to talk. Okay, let's see if we can get an official on that particular fall, Davey. All right, uh, that one is uh, about five, about uh, eight minutes, 40 seconds, right about 8.40. Eight minutes, 40 seconds, disqualification. The winners officially will be Tommy and Eddie Gilbert and Bill Dundee. 
And we're going to have to check our time to see how much time we have left on expiration of it. Be back in a moment. One fall is sufficient the way I that thing ended up right in there. Just about the end. In fact, Super Destroy taking it upon himself to hop in there and make another member of the first family. Yeah. Of course, he was gunning it at uh, Bill Dundee right there. But it, uh, well, let's have a recap, Davey. Okay, you. before we get to that one, the uh, expiration of time, I'd see. So, as Lance and Dave run down the card for us, that is it, ladies and gentlemen. We have just done it. We have just completed 1981. Completed it, mate. Achievement. Dazzling fireworks and a spangling green screen would welcome us into 1982 next week. We're going to try and do our best to get that green screen up and ready for you. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. This has been episode 75, remarkably episode 75 of the UK's number one and only Memphis wrestling podcast, the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. We have just covered the 26th of December 1981 next week. We will be in 1982, and we will be watching the 2nd of January. Just I was just double-checking, that's what it was. We will be watching the 2nd of January in 1982, unbelievably. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for your continued support over these last 75 episodes. I know there's been a... There was a back catalogue issue where we stopped for a while and then I got rid of some stuff and then I came back. But we are back, baby. And we have been back for a while and we are here on our home, the Place to Be Wrestling Network. Thank you to those fine folk for putting up with us, making sure we are on time each and every week and making sure that we are promoted in the best possible fashion. So thank you very much to Kemi for her lovely segment, That Girl Got Game. Please do not forget to follow her on all her social medias. And if you want to watch the video version, please follow us on youtube.com forward slash Flash Please make sure to follow us on Twitter at MemphisCast. Please, please remember to, if you haven't already subscribed here on the Place to Be Wrestling Network, available on all good podcast suppliers, follow us on the network at PTBN Wrestling on Twitter. There is also the North-South Connection on Twitter. They are the sister network. They have some very good wrestling and non-wrestling related shows on their network. Please do not forget to follow us or buy some merchandise per wrestlingtees.com forward slash MemphisCast. Coming up this Monday on patreon.com forward slash MemphisCast for £1 a month. You get four shows as we cover the WWF Monday Night Raw. The first episode will be the 21st of June 1993. It's in the book and it's um it's not bad it's a decent little two out of three falls between doink and marty Jannetty. so if you enjoy the memphis side of things if you're a wwf fan then you can listen to us and you can also watch along on the network slash peacock slash whatever you watch your WWF wrestling on so thank you very much ladies and gentlemen thank you very much to the fine folk of memphis tennessee thank you as always to lance russell and dave brown we look forward to seeing you next week and we look forward to seeing you in 1982 until then when it's spring again i'll bring again tulips from amsterdam with a heart that's true i'll give to you tulips from amsterdam i can't wait until the day you fill these eager arms of mine like the windmill keeps on turning 
That's how my heart keeps on yearning For the day I know we can Share these tulips from Amsterdam Share these tulips from Amsterdam. Share these tulips. 